Welcome back to another episode of Rhythm and Muse with your host Monique Wilson. If you haven't already, make sure you tune into the pod every single Thursday. We have beautiful and new guests and returning guests every Thursday on all streaming platforms as well. We also have an Instagram page, Rhythm and Muse Pod. If you haven't followed it already, once again, shame on you. But if you have, thank you. And before we get started with another beautiful guest, make sure you share the pod to two to three other people and rate the podcast on all streaming platforms. Like, what are you doing? We've been doing this for a long time. So we have another guest. She's great. She's wonderful. Is she a vibe? Give it up for Miss Angel May. How you doing today? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. That's real good. So we talked beforehand and everything. So can you give us a little backstory about yourself and what you do and how you do it? Well, primarily, I'm a poet at the moment, but I kind of just, I like to go back and forth. I just kind of go off of vibes, and so I'm a poet, I'm a singer, songwriter, I write short films. Mm, okay. I do a little bit of everything. Okay, cool. So when did you start doing everything? Before I break it up into that, how how long has it been, like? How long has you started doing everything? Well, I've been a creative since birth, but <laughs> I started taking things more seriously. I'll have to say maybe like 2015, 2016 when I was mm-hmm. in college. Okay, nice. So filmmaking, what was the first film that you ever did when you first stepped into it? Well, I haven't done a lot as far as like camera work and filming, but the writing aspect of it, I have a lot of things that I've written. So it's just like, I'm just waiting for a, the right opportunity and the right bag so I can actually create yeah. what I've written. Yeah, so what is your dream film? Like, who would you want to collab with? Who would you want to, like, what is that like? Like, what is your dream when it comes to doing film? My dream film would be just working with anyone who understands creative liberties and mm-hmm. just, like, just understands what the story is that I'm trying to tell and just doesn't, you know, box me in or try to hold down what I'm trying to say. Yeah, of course, of course. I totally get that. So you did mention that you are a singer and a poet. So for poetry, I sense a little bit in it with your new project, uh, Written While Bleeding. We're going to talk about that title because that's a really interesting title. But when it came to, because most of your, most of your, uh, it's all about poetry, like your voice and your tone and everything. So what made you want to kind of put that into your music, especially with this project? Honestly, it was mostly just because I was doing a lot of open mic at the time. So like uh-huh. the people in Philly that already kind of knew my name, they knew me for the poetry aspect. Uh-huh. And I was just really nervous about the scene. So I was just like, I'm going to just combine both and see what happens. You are a really good singer. You're really, really good. So thank you. Yeah, you're really good. So, Written While Bleeding, what's the backstory of that title, the project, the visual aspects of the project? Like, what's the, what is the backstory and the process of that? The visual, as far as, like, the, the cover art? Yes. That was inspired by the movie Carrie. Because it's I one figured. of my favorite movies. Uh-huh. And I just, I never thought that, like, Carrie was the villain, because I always say she gave them people what they deserved. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. <laughs> so... That's where the inspiration for the cover comes from. The title itself comes from, I have a history of self-harm. Mm-hmm. So that's where the title comes from. It was just the thing of like, I can't continue to do these things to myself physically, but I have to have an outlet. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times that's where cutting and self-harm comes from. It's mm-hmm. just from trying to get things out. Yeah. 
Yeah. And feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So this was my way of letting that go without actually acting on my negative thoughts. Well, that's good. So would you count it as like, like a healing project to oh, of, definitely to officially like let the past go, to let that go, and to be to be more evolved. Yeah, definitely. So who helped you with this project, like family and friends and things of that nature? Who helped you kind of graduate through it into? I mean, a lot of people here down at Rec Philly helped with that. Yeah. And just people I knew from open mics and friends that were kind of just pushing me to say, like, you need to do this. Because I was really unsure and nervous, but I'm glad I did it. What made you want to start doing open mics or what made you want to start doing singing and poetry and officially, like, put that out there? Just because I talk too much. <laughs> but you can't always trust people when you do a lot of talking. Uh-huh. So it's like, if I got all this to say, I got to find another way to say it where I don't feel like I'm hurting myself by talking to the wrong people. Uh-huh. So is this your first project by any chance? My first EP? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have you put out any singles or would like to There's put out singles? There's some visuals on my YouTube channel. You are going to. Why don't you put it out on Apple Music or Spotify? I have the the tracks are out on Apple Music and Spotify, but the visuals I'm not even trying to do that. <laughs> okay, that's cool. So, what made you want to get into Rec Philly? Is it because of the artistry, or because you wanted to be around like a group of people who understood you, or a I, mixture of both? I I lost my best friend, who was also like my creative spirit animal mm, I'm sorry. and it's it's kind of hard when you lose someone and they're very much still physically living but when you lose that person in your life you're kind of still looking for that home or that hub or just a person you can vibe with yeah so that's what made me really want to sign up for rec because i was like i need to be around people that are creative that don't think i'm crazy for wanting to really pursue this no i don't think you're crazy i think you're on the right path I think you're doing well. You have a really, you got a real nice vibe about you and everything. So I fuck with it. I really, really do. I appreciate you saying that. I do. Like, like, yeah, this is great. So what made you, because I have a history of, you know, the things that we talked about earlier and things of that nature. What steps did you take to heal from it? And what steps did you take to not fall back into that trap? That mindset of like, okay, this life isn't for me and... That's just it. A lot of therapy. Mm -hmm. I'm almost a year into therapy now, which this isn't my first go around with therapy, but it's my most recent. And it's probably the hardest time I've had because I feel like I'm really starting to dig into it. Whereas though before it was just like, I'm just doing this because someone told me I should. Mm -hmm. This is the first time that I've been in therapy where it's like, oh no, baby, you need help. You need to, <laughs> like, something needs to happen. Uh-huh. And, like, I turned 30. So once you turn 30, your mind just goes, like, I'm not a kid anymore. Like, you have those moments before you turn 30, but something about 30 is just, like, it smacks you in the face. Mm -hmm. So I was just, like, I'm losing friends. I don't really know where my mind is at. And I just needed to just, like, do something to help myself. Yeah. Yeah. So how is therapy? Because therapy. It, it like has its good days and its bad days. Sometimes I talk to my therapist and I'm like, I'm so glad I did this. And other times I talk to him and I'm like, I want to wring this man's neck. <laughs> but I 
know it's just because he's being honest with me mm-hmm. and I have to like take that accountability and sometimes it can just really sting. Yeah, it can. But it's necessary. It is. I feel as if like once you get to therapy, like that's like the first step of getting better. Even if you don't like the truth, you have to hear the truth in order to heal and evolve. I don't like the truth sometimes. I still don't like the truth sometimes. At least you can admit that most people can't. Yeah, I, I don't. My mother, she tries to tell me the truth and I'm just like, all right, girl, go, goodbye. I don't want to hear right now. But they, you know, like, it's... But that's why it's also easier sometimes coming from a therapist because you don't have those emotional ties. Mm-hmm. When it comes from people you love, you tend to get more offended. Yeah, that's that's a good point. My God. So with this project, Written While Bleeding, have you been performing it everywhere or, or anywhere? Or have you been, like, promoting it and things as the days go by? Or are you just like, this is just... I've been promoting it as far as social media goes. Yeah. But as far as, like live performances i haven't really gotten into that which i really should but that's just more of a nervous thing on my part why is it nerve-wracking i couldn't tell you i'm just like i'm <laughs> i'm a chatterbox but i also have like really bad stage fright it's okay and i think that like covid kind of made that worse mm-hmm. because prior to covid i was doing a lot of open mic and then everything kind of stopped and i'm not a zoom person i hate zoom I just, I don't like anything as far as, like, video chat. It's just not personal. Yeah, it's not. It's it's kind of like, all right, we're on camera and, you yeah, know. Like, I'm weird in the sense of, like, I I like to be around people and I like to perform for people. But when I actually see people looking back at me, I still get that nervous. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm here. I'm all exposed. And this is weird. Yeah. So have you ever thought about ways to not have stage fright as much? Because I know, like, like it's hard just getting up there because I'm an artist myself like just being in front of a bunch of people and they're just eyeballing you with cameras and stuff you're just like okay this is a lot honestly for me it depends on the setting mm-hmm. and it depends on what I'm performing because if I can get into a space where I'm thinking about exactly what I was thinking about when I wrote that piece yeah then I won't even remember that the crowd is there especially yeah. if it's something where I was like angry because then I was like oh now I want to fight oh and that's a different emotion. Anger is something that's very... I'm more of like a sappy, sad person. So when I actually started letting myself get angry, it was a whole other beast. Yeah. I feel like anger just takes like a lot of... Just... It just takes a lot out of you. Like anger is, is one of those emotions where like it just it drains you like heavily. So I understand that. I really, really do. Have you ever thought about performing at Rack? Like your poetry at Rack? I will when the time comes, when I have the opportunity to. I used to come down when they would do Voices in Power, and I would try yeah. to, like, get them. But that's, like, raffle style, so it's just they just never really pick my name out. Really? But if the opportunity presented itself, I would probably feel comfortable doing it here just because I've gotten used to rec at this point, like, in a good way, meaning, like, I'm mm-hmm. here all the time, or at least on a semi-regular basis. So How long have you been at rec for? I became a member in 2020. Oh, wow. When it was it 2020 or 2021, but I think it was 2020. Oh, you've been here for a long... I'm still a baby bird here, so I, I'm still trying to, you know, trigger my way here and everything. I shot the the cover art. I shot it in one of the rooms here. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. So how did that go? Because that looked like... Was that fake blood or real blood? Or It's or... costume blood. I bought it from Party City. Oh, my gosh. How was that? <laughs> how, did, how did that process go of, like... Being in blood and everything, because me, I'm just paint like, tarps. oh. You make paint tarps your best friend, and you just, uh. I had people with me. Shout out to Lydia. 
we love Lydia. She's my photographer for that. We, shout out to you, Lydia. We love you, Lydia. She's a great person. She actually has an event here this week, I think, coming up. Nice. I may look into that. Yeah, but she did my photos for that, and I was really, really excited to just be covered <laughs> in blood because I'm just a weird person like that. Spooky season is my favorite. I figured. I was just going to ask, like, do you like Halloween by any chance? I didn't used to. When I was a kid, I liked Christmas, but the older I got, I started like Halloween more. I love Christmas. What made you want to change from Christmas to Halloween? Because Christmas, not from a religious standpoint, obviously, but like from a capitalistic standpoint, it's it's fake. Pagan holiday. It's just like where you get all this fake happiness and cheer and da-da-da-da-da. But nobody really feels that happy. They just, It's just kind of like dopamine. Yeah. Of the holidays, whereas the... I feel like the darkness that's in people that comes out for Halloween is more genuine. Yeah. I feel like around those times, like, if you don't have, like, a like a genuine group of people around you and everything, it starts to, it feels a little bit lonely around the holidays it, it, a It's bit. the worst time for a lot of people. Yeah. That's what I know. So, my friends, I love y'all. Y'all know I love y'all. But, like, with my friends and everything, some of my friends, we, we over here just, like, Christmas is, like, it's really sad right now. Yeah. So. It's, it's not giving what it needs to give. No. At all. It, 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 it should give real happiness and cheer and everything, but... It don't. I think I just, I love it because I think that's the only time where, like, me and my friends and family, like, get together and be happy. So, yeah. But I mean, you got to take it where you can get it. If you can get yeah. a little bit of happiness, you got to get it in this life because we only got one. So exactly. it's just like. Exactly. I'm not knocking anybody for loving Christmas. And I have mm-hmm. nieces. So that's where I get the joy. <laughs> of this. I, get, I get to see them be excited and uh-huh. hear them believe in Santa Claus and all that oh my mama shot that down real fast with me and my brother she said i never want to be that parent i just no it like like it wasn't a bad way but like she she's she's realistic so she lets believe for a little bit you know just like all kids but she was just like you know there is no santa claus and i'm just like okay cool thanks mom i think i believed even when i knew like it wasn't <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's the delulu with me it's the delulu that's pisces. okay it's, it's okay just, it's just you a pisces i'm a gemini yeah. it's okay it's all right. We love Dululuville. It's really cheap to live there. So we're just mm. going to live in... <laughs> as long as you don't stay too long. Exactly. But for the beginning, it's like, okay, I like here a little bit. But what made you want to change to Halloween? I have a friend, shout out to you, Ryan, that loves Halloween. Just because it's darker. It's more... It's gen- It just feels more genuine. Because, like, people tend to, like, act like they don't have a dark side, but everybody does. Yeah. It's just that some people embrace it more than others. Mm-hmm. And some people know not to embrace theirs because they know what they'll do. Like, I'm that type of person. Like, I am I can be the sweetest person you'll ever meet. Yeah. Until you do me wrong. Mm-hmm. Then it's just like, then I have to play, do I want to get back? Or do I want to, like, what do I, I want to be mature? Or do I want to do to get back? Yeah. Like, and that's what I mean when I was saying earlier about turning 30. It's like, yeah, I could be an a-hole about this, but. Do you What's really? What's the adult thing to do? Yeah, here? yeah. Sometimes it's just that voice in the head that's just like, bitch. Let's just like get him back just a little bit. I'm 23, so you know me. I'm just like, all right, well, made the best fight or win. I don't care. But <laughs> I mean, sometimes you gotta take that route, but you also gotta be willing to deal with the consequences. Yeah, of that route when you take it. Yeah, and I made some decisions in my life where it's like, yeah, I don't like these consequences, so something gotta change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 
you know, it it be what it be. What were you for Halloween? Right? Did year, you dress I didn't up? Do much. Why not? Surprisingly, I didn't. I just wasn't feeling it. Like life just wasn't giving what it was supposed to give, <laughs> and Aww. my pockets wasn't giving what they were supposed to give either. Mm-hmm. And plus, I don't want to give candy to other people's kids. I'd rather just eat candy. So, girl, what? <laughs> Wait. Why not? <laughs> because I don't really, I mean, I, I don't want to say I don't like kids because that sounds terrible. Like, <laughs> I love the kids that I feel like are my kids. Uh, but other people's kids annoy me. Okay. <laughs> okay. I get it. I, I get it. So, when it comes to your career, whether it's singing or poetry or filmmaking what do you plan to do in the or have you thought about what you wanted to do in the future in regards to your career oh i know exactly what i want to do what do you want to do step by step what do you want to do yeah, I wanna, i'm not gonna tell you kid gives like a little i'm not gonna tell you because i want you to watch and see how it happens okay <laughs> all right so since you won't tell us even though we love the tea what can we expect What can you expect? A little bit of everything. In regards to everything? <laughs> Just in regards to mental health and where we are as a society right now. Because mm. that's where I pack a lot of that into what I'm doing. A, a lot of like mental health, sexual health, and just like, mm. I just want people to feel free because I feel like that's the biggest problem with people and why a lot of bad things happen is like, we put people in these boxes. And when people, when I share my art with people, I want them to feel like they don't have to be a certain way. Yeah. Like, I feel like you're one of those people where it's like, you don't judge because it's just like. I try not to. Not to judge me, (laughs) I'm going to judge you right back because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. But. No one, no one, no one literally has room to judge. Like, no one has room to judge anybody. But you'd be surprised how people do it though. Oh, yeah. I am. I'm very surprised. And they do worse than me. I'm like, oh, you want to judge me, girl? I heard about you. <laughs> and what you do. So but again, that's that thing. Of, we're growing. We're going to move past it. We are going to move past it. <laughs> however. <laughs> however. <laughs> that's what I've been dealing with lately. Uh, I forgot. I'm on, I'm on audio. So, <laughs> have you ever thought about writing a book for your poetry? Oh, that's coming. Like next year? Hopefully next year. Okay. What was it's, it? It's a much longer process than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to self-publish, so that is a longer road than I thought. But it's coming. That is a long process. It's a very long process. But what would you name the book? Have you ever thought about names or titles? Oh, I have or? the name already. You ain't gonna tell us, are you? No. <laughs> Come on, girl. You gotta give us something. Okay, what I will give you... <laughs> I do have a new song dropping. Okay. On Friday. Okay. What's it called? The 17th. It's called Goodbyes. Okay. The title is explanatory. It's basically a song for my sad girlies like me and just that reminder of like, yeah, you feel sad right now. You feel like you want to give up right now, but you always bounce back. So don't forget that. Yeah. It's, it's, for the sad girly the pops out there like us too. It's okay, girl. It's okay, girl. It's all right. So, because you mentioned earlier about losing people in your life, how did you manage to go through that process? Because I went through that just like every other human goes through it. 
uh, there are probably some people out there that don't know how to maneuver with losing people, whether from a physical standpoint or from a spiritual standpoint. So how did you able to maneuver through losing people? I'm still maneuvering through it. And anyone that's close to me would, would tell you some days I'm okay and I feel like I'm fine. And the other days I feel like I'm just a puddle of my own sadness. But the thing is, I just let myself feel what I need to feel. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. I think it's good that we need to feel instead and of like. I'm just really grateful for like the people I have, I do have around me because they're really uplifting and they, they let me feel what I need to feel, but they don't let me stew too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good group of people to have around you because they, they know your potential and they know like, all right, you feeling down right now because this shit sucks. Like this is some BS. However, you got to get up and you got to keep moving. And sometimes that's just the getting up part. Like once you yeah. get up, you're fine. But it's just that initial, it's like getting out of bed in the morning. Yeah. When you don't want to get up, you like once you get up, you're fine. But when you're still laying it's, there, that bed just feels so good. It's the, <laughs> it's the process of getting up. That's like, ugh, like this sucks. So did you record the song here or somewhere else? The new song or the songs on my EP? Goodbyes. Oh, I recorded that here too. Nice. Who'd you record with? Who's your producer? My engineer is named Shanko. We fought with you, Shanko. Yeah. So how? I actually just met him when I recorded this most recent track. So. Oh, so it was like a first day type of thing. Like, hey, you. I mean, we chatted a little bit, like on the phone, and I met him through the Rec Philly app. Oh, nice. So. That's nice. If all my artists out there who's not with Rec Philly, because we've been talking about them a lot this interview, if y'all haven't been with Rec Philly. Come to Rec Philly. I promise. Yeah, get you'll love it. Because it's a little expensive, but it's worth it's the money. It's a little expensive. It's, but it's worth the money, though. Exactly. It's a little bit of a, you know, put a little, put a little dent in your pocket. However, you're going to enjoy it. So it's fine. It's okay. That dent in your pocket will light a fire under you. Because I'm just like, no, for I real. spend all this money to be here, I better use it. No, seriously. Like, even though I pay 85 a month, <laughs> that's still a little dent in my pocket. So, Rex, you you lucky. I love you a little bit. But I'm so excited for your song to come out. We are excited, my fans. We excited for your song to come out. If there's, I ask all my guests this. If there's anything that you can say to yourself from five years ago, what would you want to tell yourself? You're going to want to be here, even when you feel like you don't. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that all? <laughs> that and don't follow behind these niggas. No. <laughs> like, just do what you gotta do. No. And that's not a knock at my boyfriend, because I am happily in love. Yes. Uh, Seven and a half years strong. She is so that's in not love. A, that's not a knock at him, but but he know how I am. He knows yeah. his girly. Yeah, he, she is in love. We all want to be in love, too. <laughs> That's nice. How'd you guys meet? College. Aww. College changed my life. Well, how so? I'm in college too, but. Because it made me actually want to be my own person. Mm-hmm. Well, it made me believe that I could be my own person. Mm-hmm. What was your major in in college? Visual arts. Nice. Did you minor or that was just your major? No, that was just my major. It took me forever to even land on that. So <laughs> Why? Because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I mean, yeah. I had an idea, but it never goes how you think it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well, 
you you're born and raised in Philly, right? Yes. Nice. What college did you well, go to? I actually live outside of Philly, so Delaware County. But, oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. I, I'm nowhere from Philly, but <laughs> I'm a county girl. People who know that, what that means, they know what that means. I know what it means. Okay. I'm a county girl, so it's okay. <laughs> but what college did you go to? Lincoln University, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's where my cousin went. A lot of people go there, which yeah. is crazy because I didn't know what it was when I first found it. Mm-hmm. I just went because it's an HBCU and because my older cousin went there and she loved her experience. And yeah. I was just like, it's close enough to home where I can miss my mom, but it's far away enough to where I can still wild out if I want to wild out. Yeah, do what you want to do. So how was your time being at an HBCU? It made me appreciate myself a whole lot more. Like as a black woman? Or as a just... black woman, as a disabled woman. Yeah. It just, it made me feel strong, like I could do anything. Wow. I could have went to HBCU. It's okay, though. It's all right. Well, Ms. Angel May, it was so good having you on the pod. And tell us a little bit about yourself and your music and your poetry and your mental health and how you're getting better. We at the Rhythm and Muse Pod, we appreciate that. Don't we? We do. So... I can't wait to hear your song that's coming out. And we will talk with you guys next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.